Welcome back to the Rice Dynasty podcast. Uh, it's been a few weeks, but you know, nothing really changed. Chris is still going to win the league. He's won every game, and that's all you really need to say. So it was uh, it was another fun show, and maybe we'll see you in a few more weeks. Ah, we're just oh, <laughs> We got you guys so bad. Oh, man, you guys were ready to sign off. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're we're back. It's good to be back, and uh, we're here for another episode. We've been a little busy, but we've been busy making trades, right, John? Yeah, that, the reason why we didn't do the podcast was that trade was in the works for uh, months, months, and we just got so busy. Years. Uh, yeah, we were so busy on phone calls. I mean, obviously with each other, but I was, you know, I was calling Alex, Chris, trying to like see what they would give me for mixing all this stuff. You know, it was like that scene in Moneyball. Um, it was crazy. So yeah, really nuts. Um, yeah, we, we finally got some deals done though. There was a little bit of shakeup in this league. If you haven't been paying attention in the last few weeks and there's only been one team that, uh, hasn't been paying attention and I'm going to get into that a little bit today. Um, we have somebody to call out here and, uh, maybe you'll be a little surprised with how well this team has done historically, but I'm calling them out. It's time to call somebody out. It's that time of the year. Call out time. Call out time. Week five. It's the time <laughs> to, uh, you know, nut up or shut up. Yeah. And, uh, this team's this team's kind of got to show me something. And I'm not even talking about how they do, uh, like, in the games. I'm talking about, like, being active. Because uh, yeah. I'll say this. We have a very active league. That's what makes it fun. And uh, if you're not active, you shouldn't be here. Yeah, that's right. And be active, um, like health wise too. You have to work out. We're going to start enforcing that. So be active in general. You just admitted to me right before this (laughs) podcast that you've stopped working out. But I walk. Are we kicking you out of the league? I check my watch. I I do all my stand hours, man. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. I walk places. I walk to Whole Foods. I I walk to Ralph's. And that counts as (laughs) being active. You walk to Ralph's? Yeah, Ralph's. Ralph's. What's Ralph's? It's the Kroger owns them. Is that the bar? It's the grocery store in California that Kroger owns, and it's called Ralph's. Where you go and buy ice cream and sit and eat it on your sofa by yourself. You disgust me. I buy lettuce and I make Caesar salad, all right? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, I'm actually calling you out, John. We're kicking you out of the league. (laughs) That would be crazy. (laughs) As someone who just made a trade and has the most messages sent in the league, I don't think I should be kicked. We're pulling a coup. (laughs) Shoot. It's over. I I love this league, but you guys are kicking me out. It's over. Tom, Anthony, and I have been on this for weeks. Weeks. Wow. ready. We're going to pull it. It's coming soon. You'll never see it coming. Man, oh, man. Um, all right, let's 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 power rank some teams. It's been a while since we power ranked or had a podcast, so that w- we've changed a lot in these power rankings, right, Michael? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I actually have changed a little bit, um, believe it or not. So you can go first because I have a little bit of a rant at the team. I won't I won't spoil it. You go first. Okay, uh, my number ten is Nick, who had maybe one of the worst weeks. Um, of anyone trying ever in this league with a 43-pointer. That's got to be top five worst weeks. I recall Alex having something in the 30s at some point, and then Tom, when he was tanking, had definitely had a score in the 30s. Um, but yeah, 43, not great at all. Not a good look for Nick and I. Have, yeah, uh, the one week Etienne gets more targets than James Robinson, he still only has four fantasy points. Um so that's a little depressing. Jalen Hurts did nothing. I mean, I, there are a bunch of names on this team, obviously, that I'm excited for, specifically Jalen Hurts. Melvin Gordon is now the main running back in Denver. So that's really good for Nick, and that's a positive. But besides that, uh, I, yeah, it's a disaster over here for me. So Nick, number 10. I thought about this for a little while, and uh, – you know, I, I wanted 
I definitely hear your points. I'm going to do this out of spite (laughs) because this is the team that I want to call out. And this is the team that's 0-4 and they're, they're not that bad, but you know, this is a team that has Jonathan Taylor and Travis Kelsey and uh, Debo Samuel and they're 0-4 and they don't want to do a damn thing about it. Jack Reith is number 10. This guy doesn't care. He does not care. He won't respond to any messages. This isn't just me. Because I know there's other people in this league that aren't super inclined to trade with me. Yes, Charlie, I'm talking about you. That's <laughs> fine. Charlie's responsive. Charlie's actually involved in the chat. He does his punishments. Charlie will give me the middle finger when I send him a trade. That's better than nothing. So I'm going to call Jack Reith out. I want activity in this league. I'm sure he's a perfectly nice guy, but this is way more fun when there are like rivalries. Like even me and Charlie, which is like, you know, we, we get on each other. But, you know, at least he's active. Charlie cares. Like, he he tries. In fact, his team's doing pretty well, overachieving, and we'll get to him later. So, yeah, Jack Reith is 10, purely out of spite, and I'll fully own up to that. Yeah, uh, he's actually my number nine, um, despite (laughs) those players are betching. He's at 0-4, and I got to say, ooh, sneeze. Um, I got to say, yeah, I am not. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I'm not excited about his team this year. Even though Jonathan Taylor is injured right now, he has not been looking particularly great this year, to be honest. Um, Colts the offensive Col- line is trash. Yeah, and the Colts in general look uh, look bad as hell. Um. So I yeah I I have Taylor in another league, so I'm with you, Jack. I I'm very sad about uh, how poorly he's doing. Debo's looking really fucking good. And obviously, Kelsey's going to look good. Um, but the pieces around those two right now, like he just needs Taylor to compete. It's just a clear sign that he needs Taylor to be where he was last year to even compete. And that's sad. Um, that's really sad. And makes me think maybe he should have like traded Taylor for like a bunch of pieces last year or something because he just has no depth. And that's the issue uh, at hand for Jack. I have him at nine right now because some of these teams I have in front of him, I, I feel like have a more complete lineup than him. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, he's made really one trade, and that was with Quinn, who's his buddy, and that's totally fine. Um, and it, it, Like I said, it's okay to be like, no, I like where I'm at. But just respond. Get in the chat. Say something. That's, that's all I'm asking here. I, I like that out of activity. Okay, back to real power rankings. Um, yeah, I put Nick at nine for all the reasons you said. Um, of course, I'll put him at nine, and he'll knock me off this week. But, yeah, 43 last week. I can't put him any higher than that. Still like Jalen Hurts. It looks like Travis Etienne is starting to do things, maybe. Um, Curtis Samuel's having a nice year. But th- this team's young. This team needs a lot of work still. Uh, so it- it's nine right now. Yeah, luckily he will. he's playing you, so he will get that win, of course, because you're just having the most unlucky year so far. So. Clearly, no. It's between me and Tom. I mean, let's be honest. Tom's had a rough year so far too. Yeah, um, but Tom Tom does that every year, so it's just kind of like par for the course, you know. At this point. <laughs> wow, <laughs> brutal. Just just hate on Tom. Um, no, Nick's team's not great. He knows that, and he knows he's trying to get better. And another example of a guy who Nick's got a terrible roster. But you know what? He's active. He cares. He's trying. He, like, really wants to rebuild this thing, and he's doing it the right way. He's got good young pieces. J-Mo's coming back. Garrett Wilson. There's reasons to like what he has in his future. Yeah, I agree. Um, and stuff like that's super fun. Maybe, I don't recall, or I guess Jack had some draft picks. Um, maybe he's not too excited about him. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. I I'm pleasantly surprised um, with this roster. How, how this is like Nick's most active year so far um, with with this roster that's just put up 43. So, uh, and I also love his little like blurbs he's put in the chat about like he didn't do it this week, but he did like pl- like little stats of the week and stuff. Love those things, Nick. Keep them up. Yeah, Doing those more. are those are actually great. I love that. I'm gonna go <laughs> see him this weekend, and I'm excited to uh, to tell him our feedback. Yes, please do. Um, wait, was I ranking? Is it my turn to rank someone? Nine. Oh, wait, you did eight. Jack at nine. Uh, yeah. Who's your eight? Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Wish he could be higher at this point. Um, but it, it, lots of pleasant surprises. Olave is like already super startable. Um, we're in week five. 
Uh, you got a very startable rookie wide receiver here, so that's really good. London was he, he had a rough week last week, so the Falcons. Uh, but he he's here. He's startable. Uh, he's he also made some trades, so I guess we should talk about that. He got um, Jeff Wilson from you. What what the, the other trade was with uh, Christopher Brenton getting Devonta Smith, right? Yep, and you got Devonta Smith um, for Leonard. He turned Leonard Fournette into. Uh, Devonte Smith essentially, and then a few other players. Um, I liked that for him. I really did. I think Devonte has shown flashes, and he's still only 23 years old. Um, so really liked that in a team that probably knows it's not going to contend this year, but to turn that into a really nice young dynasty receiver. The other one was Antonio Gibson. Um, that's that's a little bit more of a risk. Let's be honest. He knew that going in. He gave me uh, Christian Watson and David Bell essentially um two young wide receivers that haven't done much yet um but again they're rookies so we'll we'll see what happens with antonio gibson with brian robinson coming in um he might still be really involved and he might fizzle out but who knows he's still young too so we'll see yeah that's what i have to say i have very similar things to say about all three of these trades we've seen uh chris and alex alex and you and me and you is that it, we'll see on all three of them uh, honestly like yeah it's risky i don't know i maybe wouldn't have wanted the gibson trade if i were alex but like it definitely could pay off for him because it's two rookies that just could fall flat i mean bell was taken like lane the second in our draft right and then watson's like just kind of being overshadowed by um dobbs so those two definitely could fall flat and Gibson could not get taken over by Robinson. I don't know. All three of these players have some risk factors, so we'll see. And But I do really like the trade between... I think it's good for both sides for Chris and Alex. Obviously, Chris definitely has better use of Fournette this year when he's trying to win a championship and uh, Alex is not really close to that, so I think, it's, I think we're going to be looking back at this next year and saying, really good trade by Alex. Uh, because I personally think Devonta Smith is going to pop off um, this year uh, or next or soon because he he's really good, really talented. Like he's a first round uh, pick receiver, right in the NFL draft. So yeah, he was a top ten pick. Yeah, he's and, from Bama. Uh, he's got, really he's good. Got a, he's on a good offense. Eagles exactly. are probably the best team in the league right now. Um, I question why he's not starting him this week. That kind of surprises me. But I yeah. guess he's got a tough matchup. And he's going to see what Gibson can do. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I would we'll start him over Pittman. Maybe. I'm scared of starting Pittman now. I, I don't like Pittman this year. Um, he the did have a nice start. Suck. Yeah, he had a nice start to the season for sure. Uh, but the past two weeks have been rough. Uh, but probably over London. Never mind. Forgot London's in his lineup. Uh, London. I don't know. It, it's all a toss up because <laughs> these guys are all very young and uh, all pretty good. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I like that he has options now, though. Alex actually has a fieldable team, so you got to give him credit for that. I think he wants to make a playoff. Like he wants to make the playoffs this year, and I don't blame him. He hasn't made it in years. So yeah, uh, he he was he was also trying to get Mixon. I think he's really trying to get that RB one. He did not successfully do that with his trades. Um, as I, I just couldn't take his Mixon trade. I liked Michaels better in the end. Um. Even though I would have, yeah, I don't know. I would have got Devonta in mine, which, yeah, I really like Devonta, but, and probably would have been better. I would be in pain choosing my starting running back. This made my running back choice harder, um, way harder. I hate, I, I forgot that was the reason why I was trading Mixon, was I, I was <laughs> sick of trying to make this decision, and now it's an even harder one, where I'm like, CEH or James Robinson, who the hell, they're like so even on everyone's like rankings too on the internet and i'm like god what the fuck what do i do um <laughs> but yeah uh that's why they pay you the big bucks john yeah i'm the best manager in the league so this is gonna be no problem for me uh i'm gonna pick the right one every time so you are four and oh i am yeah uh, um I, okay. I, I, I bet we my, gotta move on no we don't um okay, all right keep <laughs> talking about your team <laughs> Uh, Alex was your eight too, so that's Alex on to my, my seven. Eight, so we're on to seven. Who I think we have a mutual choice of, maybe. Charlie for me. Charlie for me. All right. Go ahead. 
Uh, yeah, Charlie's been overperforming this year. He is sitting at one and three, uh, but his points four uh, higher than uh, our fifth place team in Alex and our fourth place team in Quinn. Uh, so he's he's been scoring a lot of points. He's actually has the highest amount of points allowed this year um, with over mm-hmm. 500. Mm-hmm. With Gotta o- work on that, Charlie. I mean, uh, we'll point to we have a lot of ground to cover, obviously, because we haven't done a podcast since week one. We ha- we didn't even talk about in week two when Charlie put up uh, 134 uh, and ended up losing to me anyways and was unfortunately facing me. Um, and then yeah. the next week he just bounces back and drops 150 on, on Nick. Well, 149, but close enough. Yeah. And was the uh, the leading scorer in the league. So yeah. this team, you know, I, I, I counted them out. I'll admit it. I, I really didn't think this team was going to do it. But Lamar Jackson is having an MVP caliber season. He's so good. And his MVP so far has not actually been J- Lamar Jackson. It's been Jamal Williams. Like, where did this get, thing come from? Like, the guy's not even playing 50% of snaps on the season, but here he is as a top – he's the sixth-ranked running back, and he would be higher if not for a kind of a weird week two where they were, like, ahead the whole game and he didn't really play as much. So, um, Jamal Williams, man, that guy is really good and behind a really good Detroit offensive line. Um, give Charlie credit. He got him from – where did he get him from, me? You? Probably. Uh- yeah, I, I think know. it's. I think it was you. Yeah, probably. It's to Sears but, from MP Carry, and it was for his first rounder. He's proving us wrong. We all. He I remember. Is proving us wrong. We yes, all. This was, <laughs> I remember. We all were like, "This is the worst trade I've ever seen." Jolly, what are you doing? Oh and my here gosh, he is. he's doing it again. He's here, doing it again. Here he is, proving us all wrong. He's like, it's worth a first. Who did you end up taking was, with that first? Who did you end up taking uh, with that? I got. Traylon Burks, who's doing nothing. And he's hurt now, too. Wow. And he's hurt. Oh, my gosh. Charlie's, Charlie was right. He's a genius. He does it again. He's a genius. He's a genius. Ignore Mark Ingram and Jameis Winston. Those were just throw-ins. Charlie knew they he didn't throw-ins. want throw-ins. He's got a top 10 running back. <laughs> yep. And and you know what? Even when Swift is healthy, yeah, no. I'm, not so, uh, I'm not so sure you can't play Jamal Williams. I You can't. Like, legit. Like, Oh, you might say, oh, Swift was hurt last last week. That's why he's number three right now, running backs. Wide. No, he he's put up 25 and 16 when Swift was not hurt. Um, yeah. Like he's he's scoring. He's getting all the red zone touches. He's scoring touchdowns like crazy. Um, yeah, in the goal line, he's their goal line back. And they have yeah. like a top 10 offensive line. And it hasn't even been healthy yet. Watch out, man. This This guy's good. This is yeah. a good team, like offensively, terrible defensively. Don't let me get into that. But um, offensively, this this guy's going to benefit. He it's This is better than a Chubb and Hunt situation. Yeah. It, it's better. <laughs> Somehow. And I have, in one league, I have Swift and Williams. And I'm like, wow. Wow. Double Lions <laughs> running back starters. <laughs> Insane. And to, to make matters better um, – the, the one area that I'm impressed, Charlie stuck with it. DK Metcalf has not fallen off a cliff. Given his best games were against Atlanta and Detroit, who are not good defenses, <laughs> and you're not going to play them every week. But eh, still, um, yeah, uh, not much more to say. I think he's got to fill in that second um, flex role, which maybe he will once Chris Godwin gets fully back. So um, overall, I like where this team is at. The only bad area is David Montgomery I, I don't know what his place is going to be in this offense so we'll see but I like where Charlie is at he is vastly outperformed where we thought he would be yeah David Mont- Montgomery looked pretty good and then he got hurt um, mm, even that first game against Chicago he looked bad he played well against Green Bay yeah Wait, the first game against Chicago when he against, faced himself? Uh, sorry, against San Francisco. <laughs> he was facing his own team. How, how can he not be good? Well, the Bears are so bad that he kind of was facing his own team, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. Okay. Charlie, you're doing a great job to start the season. I know this is where you tune out of the podcast, so uh, we'll Bye. see you next week. Yeah, talk. <laughs> see you next week, Charlie. Um, uh-huh. number, number six, I have... 
the team iring Borough boys who had their best week of the season last week. Uh, and I, I heavily debated putting him uh, in the next spot, but I ended up putting him at six because of injuries, uh, despite a very good week. And I, it, before this podcast, I was like, ah, last week felt a little fluky to me. I don't think Hawkinson will be that good consistently. Uh, it was mainly because every wide receiver on the Lions in the Lions got hurt. Um, and then who was the other person that was a bit fluky? I can't remember. Um, you said Hawkinson and then uh, Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny. Was fluky. Yeah, I thought Rashad Penny was a bit fluky, only because there, he was facing the Lions. Um, and also, I haven't been impressed by him at all before that. Uh, although he's getting a lot of tar- uh, at rushing attempts and stuff like that as well. But yeah, I uh, Tom, I, he lost your to Williams, which... Um, yeah, that's going to hurt a little bit. But there are still a lot of positives for Tom. Uh, like, Brees Hall is looking fantastic, like uh, we thought he would, and is getting an insane amount of rushes. Uh, I guess Pittsburgh's 17 rushes um, with a touchdown, as well as a ton of receptions and targets uh, in the air. So, yeah. That's, yeah, that's where I was going to go with it. Uh, the big thing, I think, for Brees Hall, I, we knew he could run the ball. I mean, you can just see that coming in. He's he's a big back. Um, his snap percentage is going up almost every week. 11 targets in week three. That's awesome. Still six targets in week four, and that's with a with a good game strip, script for the Jets. In other words, they were winning against Pittsburgh or right there for the whole game. Um, I'm not worried about Jamar Chase in the slightest. I, I have Tom at six as well, and I, I think a big reason is because he just lost Javante, which is a – I think a big loss, uh, even though that offense has been sputtering. He was really counting on Javante to have a big year. Um, I'm kind of with you with the Penny thing. I think, is is Penny good? Yeah. Are the Lions really that bad? Maybe. So it, it's kind of somewhere in the middle. I think Penny will be fine, but I think you're going to realize K-9 is more talented uh, closer to the end of the year. Maybe not. Um Seems like Michael Thomas has turf toe from what I'm reading, so he's probably going to be out this week, maybe next week as well. Um, so that's a bummer because he's looked better. So right now I can't go higher than six with him, uh, but th- this team still has potential. Tom, actually, I think from last week was the best manager with how he constructed his lineup. you got to give him credit. He pulled Josh Reynolds from the waivers and was like, all right, let's go. You're in. And um, that was – that was a big move to not like put in a Cam Akers or to put in a Jerry Judy who did fine, but still uh, Josh Reynolds did better. And I I thought that was really impressive. Um, He kind of predicted that the lions were going to have a big day offensively and had to go with the number one wide receiver. So I'll give Tom credit. You can't count him out just because he is a really smart manager and I think he'll figure this out. Um, But six is as high as I can go for now. Agreed. I, I love having a manager like Tom in this league. My God. Um, 3D the dude chess. makes you, like, question everything you do. 3D chess just, from this guy. Yeah. He really – he's, like, playing 3D chess. It's – you see some of the things he does, and you're kind of like, wait a second. That doesn't – oh, dang. He's right. <laughs> Shit. Um, besides starting Hines this week, what are you doing, Tom? He was obviously going to get concussed. Yeah, <laughs> so, so unlucky. unlucky. Tom so is unlucky. so unlucky. Um, he's kind of cursed. Let's be honest. It was it's the first champion curse, and it just hasn't gone away. No. Hines was definitely a good play. Yeah. Um, oh, that sucks. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to number five, who's Quinn. And uh, honestly, we talked pretty positive about Tom, and uh, I'm a bit negative about Quinn currently. Just I think he's had a He's had an inconsistent year. Um, he's luckily sitting at two and two, which puts him in fourth in these standings. Uh, and he hasn't like just had a big pop off moment quite yet. But I will say there are a lot of like good signs, especially last week. Austin Eckler finally showed signs of life, um, and he did in a very significant way. Um, and I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to because I, I feel like once Eckler's gone, the electricity of Quinn's lineup kind of goes with it. Um, at least from the running back position. 
because that's that's the most electric player he's got running back wise. Connor, you're like dependent on touchdowns, um, and then Zeke, uh, a little inconsistent for sure. His wide receivers are young, uh, two young duo of Higgins and Waddle. So good. Um, Higgins looking really good. A lot of people starting to like be like, is he better than Chase? That's the big debate right now. I think he's pretty damn good. I don't know if I don't think it matters if he's better Chase than not or not. Like he's still going to be good. And Co- and Cooper Cup's of course fucking insane. So whatever. Cooper Cup is getting like every single target in the world. 19 is... 19 targets last week. What the fuck? This guy. Yeah, it, it's it's insane. Um no, I actually played him in a league in fantasy last week and I I kept watching this game. I was like, please throw it to anybody else. Anybody else, Stafford. And nope, he's just... I, I saw this great tweet. It was like, um, first progression, Cooper Cup. Second, third, fourth, Cooper Cup. Fourth, interception. Fifth, Cooper Cup. Sixth, sack. And like seventh, Cooper Cup. And then eight was like Tyler Higby. Like, yep. yep. That's pretty just, much it. It's pretty much it's it. It's all the Cooper Cup, which is fair because he's a stud, but... Anyway, um, no, I, I like what you said about this team. Um, I, I think he's making a really good move this week of benching Zeke, and I know that hurts, but the dude just doesn't have it without Dak there. Like mm-hmm. Zeke is kind of a touchdown-dependent guy at this point. He doesn't explode. You made a really good point about Austin Eckler as the explosive player on his team. He is. He's the guy who can pop and give you that game-winning week, and um, – it's just not there from Zeke anymore. Cooper Cup definitely has it. I think T. Higgins and Jalen Waddle both kind of have it to an extent. And I think the reason you're seeing Higgins is getting so much, um, you know, so much uh, love is because they're double covering Chase. And so teams are going to have to decide, like, how are you going to beat us? Are you going to beat us with Higgins? Or are you going to beat us with Chase? Like, or are you going to run the ball? Like, it, the Bengals' offense is just so hard to figure out that, like, T. Higgins could explode any week, and he could get locked down any week. Um, he's he's super talented, though, so I don't see that happening. Um, we'll see with this team. It has a lot of veterans, let's call them. Like, you're relying on Zach Ertz and Adam Thielen and James Conner and Russell Wilson, who... Oh, Russell Damn. Wilson. God. Dude, what do you do? Do you start Geno Smith? Like, maybe you should start Geno Smith. Against New Orleans, maybe. Yeah, this, oh, New Orleans then, is pretty good too. <laughs> I don't know, man. Russell Wilson. I probably just, just I probably just would have gone it up tonight. I would have gone Stafford probably this week. I can't start Russell Wilson. He looks awful this year. I don't like he this looks guy. terrible. I know he had a really good week last week, obviously, but this year he's just looked. Dude, awful. Stafford doesn't look right either. Yeah, I think something's wrong. To be no, honest, he's, I think some. I think his elbow is messed up. Yeah, he's hurt. Just watching him, but um, I could be wrong. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Quinn's got to figure out his quarterback situation, and the sad thing is he's invested in it. So um, right now with five, this team is fine, but needs to uh, needs to make some moves, I think. He needs to make a move. Hell yeah. Um, if he wants Mac Jones, I'll, I'll trade it to him. But um, That could be the move that will tank his team. <laughs> True. Um all right, let's uh Bailey Zappy though. Bailey Zappy. Oh, That's what you get. He should definitely get Bailey Zappy. He should get Bailey Zappy. I love Bailey Zappy. Does anyone okay. have does anyone have like two really good quarterbacks? Anthony maybe? You? Does Anthony have a good one? I just have one. I mean Trey Lance oh, is hurt and off. he was know. never that good to begin with. Does Chris uh, have one? No, Chris has Brady. Is Brady good this year? Brady's kinda of trash this year. He had a good week last week, but in general he's been bad. I guess Goff has been really good, so Anthony has two good quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Goff has been pretty good. Well, yeah, when your offense is, like, (laughs) incredible. Yeah, best offense in the league, baby. Okay, they've also played Washington and Seattle, so let's not get too excited. Can't wait to to beat the Packers, (laughs) 56-0. Nuts. Um... Packers have a really good defense, so I don't see that happening. Anyway. um, Number four. Number four is me. Yes. After the trades. um, I like what I did here. I think I had question marks. Is Clyde going to keep this up? I don't know. 
I don't have time to figure it out. Like, this <laughs> yeah. team's one and three. Well, let's be honest. My team's one and three. Mm-hmm. I need some security in this lineup. Uh, it's been too volatile. Uh, I like J.K. Dobbins coming back. In fact, I love it. I love J.K. Dobbins. Everyone knows he's like my favorite player. So um, this is great. Miles Sanders, I'm going to step up on my soapbox for two seconds. Don't hate me too much for this. Everybody wrote him off including me. I was desperately, desperately trying to get rid of this guy. I was going to give him away for a third-round pick. He proved me wrong. He's actually in a competent offensive system. He's healthy, knock on wood, for once, and he's showing the talent that he showed his rookie year in the beginning of his sophomore season. So I'm just thrilled for this guy. Like He kind of deserves it. He's just been nagged by injuries. The talent was never the question. It was just, is he going to get used, and um, can he, you know, can he stay healthy? So... Um, really happy about that. Um, so I think this team, after the trades, has enough depth to still hang in there, and um, could be pretty good. We'll see. Yeah, no, I yeah, I've you know, number four as well. Um, yeah, if, before the trades, I might have been a little more iffy. I think with Mixon, I agree. Like that's just a much more stable guy that I know is, I know is for real. Whereas Ch could just be a pretender for sure. His even looking at his stat page before the trade, I was like god look at the snap percentage and all this stuff and i was like i was really scared um but he's young he's super young and that's the main reason i took it was i need some more young talent um but yeah this your lineup's looking jk dobbins looks nuts i'm kind of happy at some point like i remember when you first got these guys you were all you got so many first round picks you know and everyone was like god he has so many so much young talent um and they weren't succeeding at all and i was like okay cool like i thank god like uh, i because we were all like regretting you know we didn't buy into that draft as much as you did and we're like oh like all these guys could be so good uh, but i'm glad they're finally paying off because you invested so much in so many of these young players and they all just like collectively were shitting the bed <laughs> like for these first two years you had them and i'm glad miles sanders is paying off you don't have gibson anymore but i think that was the right time to dump him honestly um, and J.K. Dobbins is finally back. Uh, and CEH looked great this year, even though you don't have him anymore. Um, so. Yeah, CEH was such a, is going to be such a question mark. Like, he is getting way more usage at the red zone, which is really surprising because that hasn't been the case his first few years. So that's why I was really debating if I wanted to get rid of him or not. Um, just kind of touching on that trade again, he's – He's scoring a lot, and he he runs really well. He he. That's the other thing. It's not like this guy's going for like two yards a carry. Yeah, no. He's averaging like over five yards a carry on the season. So yeah. when he gets the ball, he's doing great. He just hasn't gotten it that much. I, that might go up, and I might end up regretting this. But um, that's why it's such a questionable trade. I just wanted some stability with Mixon, and I think I will get that. So. Yeah. They're, li- um, they're literally like the opposite. Like, Mixon gets one of the top amount of carries in the league, but rushes for nothing because the offensive line is so bad. Um, mm-hmm. Which I don't think is a stat that matters that much as long as he's getting it a ton and he's getting tons of, like, passes as well. Like, he's just going to put up points anyways. Um, but, yeah, they're like the op- – like, CH is barely out on the field, but when he is, he's he's going for a long, uh, long amount of yards and – Mixon is just that stable person that you can have because there are going to be games where CH just does nothing because he's not on the field enough or whatever. Um, Possibly, yeah. yeah. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, your wide receiver um, your wide receiver core, by the way, I want to mention, still fucking amazing. Tyree Kill, not skipping a beat at all on the Dolphins. And then your young wide receivers, uh, like, I don't know. This Next year, you might just have, like, the most insane wide receiver room I've ever seen. Um, because it, Pickens is looking good. I, I, I'm just excited for the Dobbs is looking good. Man, this is. I, I look at your wide receivers and I get jealous. I'm like, holy shit! I want one of those. Give me some of those. You got one of them. Rondale Moore could be pretty good still. I really hope so. I, I like Rondale. I, I was sad. He was like one of my guys. He was like my last year's Romeo Dobbs. Mm-hmm. Um, number three. Uh, this was tough. I had to go with Anthony. And here's why. Um, Najee Harris does not look good in this system. 
He just does not. Uh, I, I just don't see how he's going to pop at any point this year because the Steelers' offense is just not that good. Even with the quarterback change to Kenny Pickett, there's a little more hope, but this offense is just not um, high-powered enough, and he's just a little banged up right now, too. He doesn't have uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, who, which... When he does, Amon Ross St. Brown it could literally be a top five wide receiver. This could, dude's a stud, mm-hmm. but right now he's just banged up. Um, Damian Pierce looks nice. I'm kind of surprised he isn't getting a nod this week um, over Christian Kirk, uh, who's stepping in. But Kirk's been playing well too, so um, we'll see. This team just doesn't have the pop potential that I think I've seen in years past, so I'm going to go with three for right now. Oh, Pierce is, a, Pierce is his RB1. I think. Yeah. Um, oh, well. <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> um, nice move, Which he man. should be. He absolutely... Or wait, no, I'm playing him. He shouldn't be in. Put someone else in. Put... Who could you put in? Put in JJ's Juju Smith-Schuster. He's good. <laughs> He's oh, really the other good. thing I want to mention, Kyle Pitts is kind of dead. So, oh, yeah, that guy's... Yeah. Holy cow. I mean, he's still super young, but my God, they're not using him at all. Um, yeah. it, I remember when everyone last year was like, everyone says tight ends take like a year to develop, but this is the one. This is the tight end that's going to be good in his first year. He was not. And now it's the second year and he's still bad. Um, yeah. This sucks for people who I highly invest in Kyle Pitts. Um, yeah, I... I'll, I'll go uh, Anthony as well at number three here. Yeah, his team's his team's still scary. I'm facing him this week. I'm scared of his team. I'm I'm really scared. I I know he could pop off at any moment. He's got tons of talent. Christian Kirk, uh, despite having uh, his first sort of dud of a week last week with only seven points, uh, has been having a fantastic year. He's a top ten running back right or wide receiver right now. Uh, so that's looking good on a Jacksonville offense that is looking way more competent under uh, Doug Peterson. Uh, so that's great for, for him to have that weapon. Diggs, obviously amazing. Uh, Camara, a bit worried about Camara. I'm going to be honest. Uh, so he's been banged up, obviously, but even in games where he has played, we got a, we got a pair of sevens here. A pair of sevens for Alvin Camara this year so far. Uh, player. And the who reality is, is that offense just isn't that good, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, sad, sad to see for a player that Anthony could obviously depend on previously. Um, and I think that's why Anthony was trying to sell him this year. I mean, these running backs they turn a corner, and then they're not that they're unplayable, but they just they fall off eventually. So we'll, we'll see. That might not be happening for Kamara. I could be totally wrong, but I think it's possible. Yeah, I definitely think it's possible too. Um, but yeah, he's still got a really good team. And as I was saying. Uh, please don't beat me this week. I'm very scared of your team. That's really uh, tough karma to put him at three when uh, you're about to play him. Yeah, I know. I'm setting myself up for a clear hop in the power rankings if I lose. Um, no doubt about that. We'll see. I have you at two. Um, I think you made a nice kind of a lateral move adding CEH. Like you said, it's it's youth. Um CEH still has two years on his contract. He's in a great offensive system that doesn't have Tyreek Hill anymore, so they need a weapon outside of Travis Kelsey in the red zone. That's clearly been Clyde Edwards-Alaire at this point. Um, I like... See, you're trying to get rid of Hollywood Brown, and to be honest with you, John, as much as I want him, I'm kind of confused why you're doing that. Like, he seems like he's getting ultra-targeted. He's in a good offensive system, like, that's always playing from behind. So, because the Cardinals stink. <laughs> Why do they so, suck so bad? What the hell's going on over there? Because Cliff Kingsbury's not that great of a coach. He it's is, insane. like, he's a con artist. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's that great. And then he's going to come, and he's going to be the offensive coordinator at Michigan State. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, um, but no, your team's still obviously stacked. Derrick Henry is showing some signs of life, even though he has regressed a little bit this year. Um, Dalvin's shoulder apparently was only a minor anterior dislocation, which, getting kind of nerdy here, um, means that the re-injury risk is a little bit lower, even though he's had this before, which means that this thing 
I don't know, it could pop out at any point and <laughs> not end his career, but probably should end his career. So we'll see. Yeah, fun. I love to <laughs> talk about my old running back, so I cannot trade because everyone, because Anthony just calls him old as shit, and everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want that guy. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Even though Alvin Kamara is older. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my team's still, <laughs> as they're falling apart, um, can hopefully know. can hopefully fall apart to a championship for me. That's what I'm hoping. That's what my hopes are on. Yeah, I I like this mix in for CH trade just because I am not fully in on running backs who are 26 and older. Uh, that be ni- that's nice to have a young person alongside James Robinson. Um, but I also have Mike Boone who's gonna who I should have started this week. This guy's so good. Clearly, that guy's a stud. Um. um but yeah, I, I like my team. get to it? Yeah, skip this. Skip number one. Yeah, and we haven't even talked about his his dramatic win over me two weeks ago oh. on my birthday, which left me with my head face down on a bar table and my oh. roommate going, what are you doing? This game's been over for a half an hour. Like The <laughs> Eagles are up by three touchdowns. Why are you, why are you upset? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and man. I had to explain to him that Justin Jefferson just beat me by like a tenth of a point. Dude, such a heartbreaking disappointment of a game for you. <laughs> My God, Chris is brutal. Uh, we, I can't believe this guy isn't brutal. the villain. How is this not the league villain right here? No, I'm I'm the villain apparently. Chris <laughs> is unbeatable. This team is too good. Saquon Barkley is a stud. He looks like he never got hurt uh let's see what else can i say that's super nice josh jacobs is suddenly really good too he made a great trade for leonard fournette because he didn't need Devonte smith um cd lamb looks like he's actually competent so that's great he's about to get deandre hopkins back um christian mccaffrey looks good any anything else i can say here there's really not much more i can say yeah no uh yeah, that, that covers it all. He's got some really good, uh, really good players on his team, uh, and they're all healthy, and they're going to be, healthy. and they're going to be healthy for the rest of the year too. Yeah, no one's going to get hurt. Never going to happen. He's never going to lose a game. Yeah, uh, it's just all part of the part of the script. Yeah, for, and once Cliff Kingsbury leaves for Michigan State in the middle of the season, uh, Kyler Murray's going to start being really good again. I uh, like really, really yeah, well, good. Yeah, uh, be careful. Call of Duty comes out next month. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm so sorry, Chris. Uh, Tom Brady will be really good as well. Uh, so that won't matter. Yeah, t- Tom Brady's going to get through his divorce, and then uh, he's going to be really excited to play football. Oh, God. I don't know. Look at these yards per carry from Tom Brady. Um, negative one in week three. Yards per carry? Come on, Chris. Why are you rostering Ooh. this guy? Why are you rostering this guy? He can't even run. Uh, uh, I don't know. Negative point. Oh, man, neg- he's in the negatives on yards every week for rushing. Like, where is he getting points? <laughs> where is he getting his points? I thought Tom Brady was a dual threat. That's why you have him, right? <laughs> so you, you, that's what you said. You said only running quarterbacks, and Kyler Murray makes sense. Uh, but Tom Brady, he's not doing it for you. No, I think you should cut him. And Trevor Lawrence, because he's clearly not having a breakout season. Oh yeah, with Trevor Lawrence. What a stinker. I forgot that he was actually really good. And then uh he actually got a real football coach. Yeah. So he's really good. You should give it to you should give that guy to um Quinn. Quinn needs a quarterback. <laughs> did you see sorry, I hate to interrupt. But uh did you see what happened in this Denver game? What happened? They 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 just threw a pick. <laughs> What's the score? They're up like three points. It's like six to nine, and Denver just threw a pick. And they had the ball with two minutes to go in the red zone. How Russell Wilson you... sucks. <laughs> How do you do that? This it's because a... Russell Wilson's really not good. Oh my god, this is Broncos Nation. Let's ride this... all the way to the last place in the division. Okay, um, who were we talking about, Chris? Oh yeah, he's really good. All right, let's just get move on to predicting the games here. At home because we have we have some bangers. We've got some bangers this week. We do. Um, uh, easiest one first. Uh, Chris is going to beat Jack because Chris is the best and he'll never lose. Yeah. How if Chris lost to an zero and four team? I would be embarrassed. Um, uh, 
That's not going to happen. No I'll, way. Zero I'll, chance. I'll Don't give, have Jonathan Taylor. I'll give Jack a million dollars if he wins. That's how confident I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> John, this is fantasy football. Yeah, I know. Um, I know it is. Uh, all right, let's move on to Tom versus... <laughs> Jack wins a million dollars. Tom versus Charlie. Yeah, yeah. That's been a really bad start for Tom. Um, does that make it oh an easier God. pick? Does that make it an easier pick for you? He's, he's, he's combined. He's got four points. Uh, two players, by the way. This isn't one player. Two players. Four points. I think... Oh, God. Um... Bold prediction. Jamal Williams against New England. Kind of gets shut down. Comes back to earth. And... Uh, Jamar Chase explodes versus Baltimore, who has a terrible defense. So give me Tom in a comeback upset. I'm going to go Tom, too, uh, specifically if David Montgomery is still injured. Um, then I think it's definitely Tom. Uh, yeah. Tommy. Wait, is Godwin back this week? Godwin is back. Charlie's not playing him at this point. Oh, yeah. God- Chris Godwin? Not good. Don't play him. Um, <laughs> kind of a weird choice. <laughs> Michael Carter. Right, Alex, Michael Carter still in. Michael Carter. Michael Carter sucks. <laughs> okay, Michael Carter, out of your lineup, man. Blake, take him out. Why is he here? Come on, Charlie. You're a better manager. You proved this. Get Michael Carter out of the lineup, please. You could put Gallup in. You could put Michael Gallup in even. But you're obviously going to put in Chris Godwin. So obviously, put in Chris Godwin. All right, um, Alex versus Quinn. Quinn off to a rough start with Russell Wilson because he played Russell Wilson, and that's what Russell Wilson does. Um, Alex not off to a great start because of Michael Pittman. Uh, what do you think here, John? Oh, I see Ramondre Stevenson versus Detroit, and I think a forty-point game like for him. I'm picking Alex. Alex wins. Oh man, Alex. Um, he takes sole possession, sole possession of that fourth place. This is a battle for fourth wow. place here. This is a battle for fourth. This is crazy. It is a battle for fourth. Um, give me Quinn. Boo. I think Waddle. <laughs> Higgins is playing Baltimore. They, they suck. Um, Austin Eckler's kind of been unlocked. I, I don't care. Give me Quinn in a close game, low scoring. Just because he has better players? Come on, this is stupid. I thought about this on a run the other day. You know what we should do instead of just picking the games? Hmm. We should pick against the spread. Yeah, and that's then, more fun. That's more fun. And then uh, actually keep tallies on this. Should we do it? Should the spread be based off of Sleeper's prediction? Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a note of this, and I'm going to actually keep these down. Let's just do so it we're now. Gonna, we're going to bet on the spread. Yeah, let's yeah, see yeah I just want to take a note just and like, make sure I record these. Okay, I wish we knew what the spread was at the beginning of the Tom-Charlie game, but now it's changed. <sighs> yeah, we we got to go with what, what's accurate right now, and right. we'll try to be better about this going forward. Okay, so against the spread, um, let's go with Chris versus... Chris is currently a... Let's, I'll just give him a minus 22. Or <laughs> minus 32. Minus 32 versus, favorite versus Jack. I mean, this is Jack without Jonathan Taylor. This is without Jonathan Taylor. Yes. Against the spread. What do you think is going to happen here? Oh, Al Lazard hasn't been too bad the past two weeks. No, he has not. Elijah Moore has been bad for four weeks in a row. Yes, he has. DJ Moore also been bad. Man, 32 points. Who would I take here? Who's Debo playing? Carolina. See, this makes it way more fun. Yeah, this makes it way more fun. I like this better. Um, oh, I think I'll take Chris. I'll take Chris. You're gonna ta- you're gonna lay the thirty two minus thirty two. I'm taking Chris. <laughs> He's that good. I'm gonna go opposite. I'm gonna take Jack in the thirty two. You give me thirty two points in fantasy football. I'm gonna take that any day. All right, fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> Charlie, laying sixteen. And a ha- let's say uh, close to 17 against Tom right now. Nah, I, t- Tom. Taking Tom in the points. Um, I am going to agree with you because I picked Tom. Yeah, okay. it makes sense for you. 
Quinn laying 10 against uh, Alex here. Alex, I, I picked Alex, so I'm picking and Alex again. I am going to take Alex as well. No, I'm not. I'm going to take Quinn. Okay. I'll, I'll take the 10 points. I'll lay the 10. Um, okay, and now we have... I'll go to my game. I am currently laying 20... Let's call it 27 against Nick. Mm. Up. Mm. Up. Mm. This team scored mm. 43 points last week. Mm. This team scored 43 points. I, oh, I'll take Nick. I, he's got better matchups. No way. He has a bounce back week. I don't think he wins this game, but I think he'll make it closer than that. I don't know. You have really good matchups. Tyreek's going to shred this week. Holy cow. Against the Jets. Uh, he doesn't have nice matchups. He's playing Garrett Wilson. Um, he's off to a... Eh, Melvin Gordon did fine. Yeah, Not bad. He should have done. Fine. It felt like he should have done better, but the Broncos haven't scored a touchdown, so there's that. Right. Uh, I'll take myself in the. I'll lay twenty-seven. All right. Yeah, it's not smart in fantasy, but I'll lay. I'll lay the points. Um, okay. That this is going to be really fun. We'll be able to keep track of record, and uh, the spreads just. Yeah, this will this will be way more fun. Me and Anthony's just freaking even at this point. I don't even know. If oh this yeah, is. I forgot about the game of the week. <laughs> um, John versus Anthony. Anthony laying a point, minus one Bro, against I'm John. Right. Oh man, this is well, tough. This also depends if I, if I put James Robinson and I'm a favorite again. Um, yeah. Do I start James Robinson you- over Ceh? Is the question. He's facing Houston. Clyde's playing Las Vegas, though. Oh, Vegas sucks. That's so hard. Um, I think you're basically just picking the winner at this point. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are picking the but you're picking the winner for sure. Um, I was just saying my line of decisions hard, uh, but as far as winner decision goes, let's see here: Damian Pierce, Jacksonville, Najee Harris, Buffalo. That's gross. Hmm. I think you should play Clyde, to be honest. Yeah, I should probably play Clyde. James James Robinson had a rough week last week. Um, Vegas is pretty bad. Uh, I'll go me. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna. I'll take me. I'll take me. I agree. I'm gonna take you as well. Oh, Evans versus um, Atlanta. Ooh, love that. Evans love loves that Atlanta. He loves Atlanta. So, wow. New segments. I like this. This went way longer than I thought it would, but you know what? This was uh, this was great. I like picking against the spread way better, and I think if uh, people like it, we're going to keep doing it. Sam, if anyone else wants to pick against the spread, go for it in the chat. Um, we can we yeah, can make some add it bets. against the chat. I'll I'll keep track of it. If you put it in the chat, I'll I'll make a running tally of who's doing the best. Sick. It could be kind of fun. Yeah, we could uh we could do like a five dollar, ten dollar like um, bonus prize. Yeah, and that'd be just fun. Just bring down the champions' money by five. We'd have to add that maybe next year, but like we could try it this year and see how we like it. Yeah, or if anyone wants to just like put some money in right now, we could do a separate thing. If people want. Yeah, we could. That'd be fun. Cool. All right. Well, another week, another uh, Chris victory. So everybody enjoy that.